0: Welcome back, everybody, to Brown Bag Bets, powered by BetsBurts. We are your daily dose of quick hit handicapping and sports betting picks. I'm Alex Christensen, and joining me, as always, after having kind of masterminded his kids a little bit this morning, Mr. Andy Mahler, how goes it? How's the life of of being a father and tricking your kids?
1: Yeah, I'm in the studio, just kind of laying down some tracks. Got my headphones here. Oh, yeah, I forgot we're going to, I got to do some recording this afternoon. County Fairs in town was going to go today, pushed it to tomorrow, had to trick the kids a little, told them I'd give them a little more money, too, for games. Biggest scam. That used to be a lot cheaper, too. Now it's like five bucks to do the ring toss and feel bad about yourself. But there was a time where I played a stupid game, won a stupid prize, and we ended up with a goldfish in a bag. And it was like within the first five minutes of getting to the fair. So that thing, that goldfish, traveled around the fair with us for like five hours in the bottom of a stroller. That's how young my kids were then. And I mean, I just assumed at the end of the day I would throw it away because I would have a dead fish in a bag. As so it was like ninety degrees and bouncing around. The that fucker lived. So while the family went home, I grabbed the other car, drove to goddamn Walmart or something to buy a fish bowl. That <laughs> fish lived for like three years. And Terry the goldfish. So RIP, he is no longer with us. We did get, uh, we gave him a a Viking funeral a while back. But yeah, going to the fair, not a lot to bet today unless you're a baseball guy, which uh, sucks because, man, am I not. We'll We'll have to figure it out by next year. I got all winter to figure out baseball. I talked a big game about betting home runs, but boy, that just... That would have gone so poorly to start the season when nobody was hitting home runs that I would have given up anyway. So saved you all some money if you were the kind of guy who tail. You can't fade that like betting this guy doesn't hit a home run. Those are I'm sure those markets exist, but you want to be laying minus fourteen hundred every day. Have bleeping at it. Um, yeah, I actually have some tennis today. I've been a little more interested since we have North American North American tennis. But uh start with golf because that is what's going on right now. And Tony. it is Tony. it's a fun ish tournament. Maybe it's not all that fun, honestly. Because yeah, the rocket mortgage the purse should be bigger. Have you seen rates? Like, if you want to buy a house right now, you're paying 6% on that mortgage. Like, I would think this purse would increase with that, but it did not. I have a couple of matchups that don't start until later this afternoon. Davis Riley is a guy I'm betting. Uh, I actually put a small outright on him, too, just because I'm superstitious about the one-and-dones. He was our guy. Cal, Link Calhoun, myself. A couple other guys, uh, anonymous, silent partners it will be revealed at the end of the year in our one-and-done. Did go with Davis Riley as a bit of a zigzag. Everybody who had Young left used Young. Anybody who had Homa left used Homa. So now i got to cheer against Max Homa, sorry. But uh, Davis Riley is my one-and-done. Love him here. Love him always. And Ryan Palmer, I believe, was a guy I actually bet against twice now. I think, yeah, the – The Troy Merritt over Ryan Palmer was what I put in the newsletter. If anybody pays attention to that, that was a guy I I took some money against. Ryan Palmer wasn't a look for me here, whereas uh, Davis Riley, I feel like just looking at him quick. Let's pull him up on on the old average sheet. I have him. Yeah, he's in my top 15. Really like his current form. Good enough with finding greens and fairways, and the fit was decent enough to use him here. I hated his outright price. It was a case of boom value, though. A lot of places were down to like 33 on him, and then I'd forgotten to put the outright on. So I went and looked, and he didn't go out till this afternoon. So sure enough, that 33 was a 50 because, uh, you know, Tony Fino was six under through... 10 holes or whatever. So it did create some boom value on that. So I do have a little bit of Riley. And then the other one is I'm a little sketched out by how much uh, my numbers want to bet against Harris English. I tried to take out some of the injury rounds and make it make sense. Cause I showed a decent size edge here that I didn't love, but yeah, David Lipsky is another one that I've bet a little bit here and there. And, Harris English still is coming off a bit of an injury. He was the guy who played pretty well at the beginning of the season, but he missed some time with a bit of a hip thing, which, I mean, you know how golfers rotate, Alex. It's a bit of a problem. He played horrible at the Open, missed the cut there, had some decent rounds here and there. Really, outside of the Travelers, it hasn't been good golf since he's returned. So, He played the Sony Open. Um, late January, then didn't play again really until June. Missed a big chunk of time. He came back horrible at the Memorial and really hasn't played great since his return. So more of a Harris-English fade, which I hate because I am a Harris-English guy. I love all those it's Georgia Bulldog guys that look the same, the Englishes and the Swaffords and the Keith Mitchells of the world. Like, and I liked him when they were all super drunk in Hawaii uh, when uh, Georgia won the chip. There's a picture of like all the Georgia golfers and there's so many of them. They all got together to watch uh, the Natty out there in beautiful how how much better can your day be going? I'm a professional golfer getting paid to golf. My alma mater is playing in the National Title game. I'm with all my buddies who went to Georgia too and we're in Hawaii watching it. Like what a what a good day for those guys. So, it's pretty Yeah, sad. I will uh I, it pains me to have Fade Harris English, but yeah, David Lipsky is a look here at a cheap price. He is a slight dog, uh, minus 110. And then, uh, can no one see this? Huh. I don't know. I can see it. I guess we yeah. won't have pictures up. That's weird. I can see it on the StreamYard thing, but um, apparently, Patrick says, Is there something supposed to be in the middle of the screen? We, we might need to do might need to do like whiteboard or something. Either way, anyway, well, well we'll we'll try to figure that out. Now I'll read it again just in case it was Davis Riley laying a half stroke over Ryan Palmer at plus 100 and David Lipsky over Harris English minus 110 and both of those uh, were played at bookmaker this morning and are both available. Neither of those guys tee off until a little later in the day. It looks like <clears throat> just after just after lunchtime Eastern. So you got like an hour, hour and a half on both these guys.
0: Yeah. Now Dan's working again on the screen. We'll just keep trying to read through I've stuff. never,
1: Yeah, I've never seen that. It's funny. That's we can see strange. it. Which doesn't help because I already bet these things.
0: But can we mime the picks? I'm not sure I could mime out tennis names.
1: We can do banners. Sure Look this. Mississippi State. Over six and a half wins. Beautiful. I don't know. It's funny. Like we have to, I guess I can. Are we gone
0: now? That's interesting. Can everybody just see the giant picture?
1: Yeah. Can you see Hey, Michael Lee Vestal. Can you see this? I have no idea.
0: Rick daddy. Maybe. What if it's. Yeah. What what about
1: Rick daddy 69? Oh, Oh, now it's showing. Fuck it. We'll just do full screen then. All right. Tennis. Warsaw. Prague. Two pretty fun tournaments. With some. There's been some really lopsided. Not lopsided matches, I guess, but lopsided matchups. Like the god, what was the one this morning? It was like a seven and a half point favorite. Seven and a half game favorite in the uh, on the women's side, and it wasn't an Iga. So we have Yeah,
0: there was two of them let me see if I can pull up what the other name was. That might have been yesterday. Let me just double check. Yeah, it's it's weird to have a tournament where there are such Big favorites. It was Martage. Martich in her first round match um was minus sixteen hundred. Um Coach Aretta was actually minus three thousand earlier. She didn't get it done for us today. But yeah, it's strange to think that we can have a tournament with such big favorites that it has that is so fun. But I think because this is the last decent chance to get some points on clay before heading to North America. You've actually seen some better clay players show up. So the matchups have been fun. And then the Prague tournament, I think I talked about this yesterday or maybe earlier in the week. There's a lot of great women check tennis players and they all want to win this event. And it's a good warm-up again, if you're thinking about jumping across. So it's a fun little last week before everybody transitions.
1: Yeah. I'll dig it. All right. So what do you, I didn't even look at what you have for picks. Do you have Warsaw and Prague for me today or not? Just Prague?
0: Just Prague. Just Prague. Warsaw, really tough. There's only two lines open right now for Warsaw. You've got Bogdan as a big favorite over Laura Pogosi. Bogdan does probably win that match. Uh, That's a solid winner, but the number looks about right. And then Paolini looking at minus 175 or three games over Golubic. Thought about maybe the over there. That's a 21 games. I had it closer to 21 and a half, but just landed on these two. We'll take a total in Prague and uh, the underdog we talked about yesterday, but both of these will be tomorrow morning. Contivate Potapova. This will be a quarterfinal match. Um, Faded Potapova earlier in the week, but transitioned really nicely from the clay swing, is playing some great tennis, and historically has really pushed Contibate. Um They're both players that, are really powerful players and like to hit winners, so you can have a little more erratic brand of tennis from time to time. And, and really, what that leads to is longer sets and the potential for three sets. I almost bet the three sets at here. I was seeing plus one sixty, was hoping for plus one seventy. Thought about again the one sixty, but just give me the twenty one. There was some, excuse me, really cheap twenty ones out there. Um, I think bookmaker had this at like minus one hundred five, but it's standard juice just about everywhere else. So give me just the over 21. If it goes three sets, awesome. This will cruise. Shouldn't be a problem at all. But I think we'll still have a shot at a 7-5, 6-4, 6-3, 7-6 kind of match. And we have seen in Prague some really contentious type matches. And they talked about this yesterday. Got a little bit of CLV. Um, Wong, yesterday was plus 125, starting to see plus 115 pop up. If he didn't grab it yesterday, again, Wong Jiang, she's going to be playing against Magda Lynette. Lynette getting a little too much credit for some victories over players that May have not been totally locked into their first round match and things like that. So happy to take her against uh, Wang Jiang, who seems to just be on a really nice ascending arc, returning back to some of the form we saw her from, you know, maybe a year, year and a half ago. And she was a competitor to win some of these small events and might be able to do it. Honestly, I'm disappointed. I chose the wrong Wong this weekend. Jin Yu lost in the first round. I guess I should have gone with Wang Jiang, But what are yeah, you going to do? Sometimes the just you.
1: We can go back and edit that. And be like, "Oh, sorry, wrong, Wong. <laughs> um, yeah, there's some going on. Marduk is a big favorite over Chwalinska. I know some people yeah. like her.
0: I, I didn't mind Chwalinska. I was Polish girl? Um, yes, Polish. she's Polish. I don't know if it's the Polish girl you're thinking.
1: Of. No, 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 Chwalinska. That is not yeah, Eta. Chwalinska. Holy, whole, totally different person and. Cornet has yet to hold serve in this match.
0: Oh, for good. We got some Nazco.
1: Yeah, she is. Uh, I mean, it's it's one nothing. So break a serve in the first game. We'll see. A lot of. I wonder. I'd love to see that. How many? How many women's matches start with two consecutive breaks? I, I don't want that. I want Nazcova to win, but you see, you feel like there's a lot of that that goes on where it's like, oh no, they're both jittery on serve to start, and then it it seems to even out, but. Um, Yes, good luck to our Czech girl, right? Naskova
0: is Czech, yes.
1: Naskova is Czech. Cornet is French. We will wish her all the luck, and uh, that is just starting right now. I have one for later tonight. I should check what time this is. Order a place should be out. Looks like about 7.30. Um, Americans, both Americans, not Blake. It's B. Shelton. Somebody says, is that Blake Shelton? That is not. He doesn't play tennis. Ben Shelton, young. Local, he's from Atlanta. Spent most of his uh, formative years playing a lot of tennis down in Florida, as people often will. He's played pretty well. I watched a little bit, and he's a lefty. Um, yes, Dan did ask if it was Blake Shelton. So, Isner, um, very good. He has won a lot. He is getting a little older. I don't know if there's anything to like fatigue. It, you know, it is hot as stuff, but. It's not like John Isner has ever ever, you know, not ever played in the heat of Atlanta before. He's won plenty down here. He's from down here. I'm not I'm not too worried about him. But uh, something that was a strength, maybe not a full weakness, but Isner has struggled a little in this calendar year against left handers. He's like one and four. And I saw that and I said, Well, it's just gotta be a bunch of Rafa. It wasn't a bunch of Rafa. There's only one match against him. The rest were Kind of sketch like Cameron Nori is fine, but it wasn't Cam Norrie on grass, it was Cam Nori on clay. He lost to Gaston, he lost to Nori again. The only left handed win he has this year is Verdasco. I don't think that's a huge factor. I just checked it after I found out, you know, watching the other day that we had a fun young left handed American playing and uh down in Atlanta. He can push him if I were, I, d- I don't see him giving up a ton of breaks here. I think we end up with probably a decent chance at three tie breaks. If uh, Mr. Shelton's able to take one, I would love him to take the first one though, but this is a number that you can get to in two sets, the way these guys are playing right now. Like you, you could end up with 26 games and Shelton going away, you know, losing two nil right away. So over 24 is a tough number to swallow, but, I think he has a decent chance to push him here. If he does push him, John will definitely have to step it up on serve and probably on return. He takes a lot of return games off because he knows he's just fine winning these sets and tiebreakers. So I would love to see Shelton take the first set. Uh, I'm not going to guarantee a win at that point, but boy howdy, that over 24 would be looking good. I know some other people who like him to keep it close. I think our guy Vinny played him uh, on the handicap.
0: Shelton getting and, a uh, lot of dap. He, he's, he's he, a, he is he, he is getting some. Dab. This time of year, you have usually some younger players that people get really excited about, and Shelton seems to be that guy this year. He's just been getting. All our friends have been betting Shelton for weeks now.
1: I caught I caught part of the Ramathan match, and he he just kind of trucked his ass. Like he looked very good at that point. And granted, it's and it's not John John Isner, but he looked really good and. Lefty, I like backing lefties. They're fun. This might be my guy, 19-year-old American. So let's go B Shelton. I'd like you to win the whole damn thing.
0: I can take it. I love it. And we got and more soccer. Are the ladies still kicking the ball around?
1: So here's the thing, guys. They take a big break. The second semifinal was yesterday. They will not play again until Sunday. Ugh. I don't understand. I get having Is it on the, the NBA weekend. playoffs? It, it makes, yeah, it really like, hey, the Celtics and Dubs will be back in six days to play game four as they take several travel days. But no, it is it is a little odd that it was this big of a break. I get playing on the weekend, wanting to play on the weekend, having you know a Sunday afternoon game, but uh, could have done it Saturday or scheduled this a little differently to make it turn out better. So they're taking a big break. My official euro women's 2020 finals pick will be on the show tomorrow we'll get that out tomorrow i'll have it on a show for sunday because at that by that point the, the market will have had some time to absorb some money i'll be able to kind of read the tea leaves and just figure out how to bet. the the bet should be no bet or, or Germany to lift the cup I have England plus 450 to to win the thing and they're favored to win the cup like the real bet should just be, hey, if you listen to me and you did take a, you know, take a punt on England at f- plus four fifty to win the whole thing, like you should just play you know, Germany to lift the cup, which is a a nice little hedge. I am not one to usually hedge, and you guys know that. I'm I'm pulling up the price right now for to qualify. So Germany is about plus one hundred two. It's uh, England minus one thirty two. Germany plus one hundred two. So. I have a good number at plus 450, where the market's at minus 130. That makes me happy. But at this point, um, you know, I'll just be riding that out and looking for something. I think it is going to be a cagey affair to start things out. Maybe a first-half draw, first-half under, Germany first-half handicap, something along those lines. So Ooh, we'll see sure. where we get. I'll have that out tomorrow. I like that.
0: You're right. I think that's. I wonder if you go back and look at, at some of these turns. It feels like the later it gets, the less goals we see in the first half. I'd, so I'd be curious to see what the number is.
1: Yeah, I was a little surprised at the first half in the in the other semifinal. Like I, I expected England to just pour it on versus Sweden. That was a mismatch, but in the yeah in that in that second semifinal, I was uh, surprised. Both of those were just amazing goals. So. Credit to credit to the Germans and the French girls. That was a good game. Germany moves on. I'll have, like I said, I'll have one more euros pick out the next week. Yeah, we'll have to talk some World cup. That is the next big uh, tournament. Those futures have been out for a while. We'll get into those. If you are missing football. We did our Eagles and Cowboys preview last night on the deep dive. Those are out on the same YouTube channel if you want to catch that. Otherwise, we split it up. Dan takes it, chops it up right in the middle, releases it as two different separate podcasts, ones for each team in case you really want to just listen to a specific team or certain specific teams. Check that out anywhere you get your podcasts. Hit the thumbs up here. Hit the thumbs up there. Thanks for hanging with us. Sorry there wasn't a lot to bet on. We'll, We'll have some more tomorrow. I'm gonna come up with some uh, we'll come up with something. It'll be a baseball guest. That'll be fun.